It's your boy Marquise Q Sad with another rendition of the way to eight coming to you live from the neighborhood. What's going on? It's your go. <laughs> Take your time, brother. Take your time. You work work? <laughs> hey, it's your boy Sharon, aka Trigger Trick Knight. And what's good with you, this red Rashawn? And it's your good brother, Easy E. That that one on that good it's a real super casual vibe today. Nah, for real. What kind of one we got over here, fellas? What we got the Moscato. 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 The barefoot. <laughs> the barefoot. Yeah, I fuck with it, bruh. So, you know, this is supposed to be our. What is it supposed to be our, What kind of episode is supposed to be today, fellas? Another rendition, another go around of the court. I see you trying to bite my food. We're not going to talk about that. Okay. But, yeah. Bro, because you ain't saying it, bruh. I did. Consistent. But I was trying to change it up, bro. You know we can't, you know, be the same officer. I'm gonna say, if it ain't I thought we were for season two. My mama, go ahead. Tell me what you want to say. Bro, this is supposed to be our Q&A episode. I know we didn't get to do it the first time around because we had uh, the I Can't Breathe episode, if I'm, if I'm correct, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was correct. You stand correct. So, you know, we want to make sure we give the people what they want to be getting a good amount of questions in. So, let's just, I mean, I'll fall hard so my eyes are clear, like, you know. Yeah, let's They're get clear. it. Let's get into let's it. it. Alright, first, first question was sent. Well, this is like kind of, like I said, we had to do this. We had to like push it back some because I can't breathe. But someone wanted to talk about Doja Cat and I guess her rebranding about, you know, and her comments about, you know. That juicy booty. Yeah. For the white supremacists. I really didn't know who Doja Cat was before, like, all this stuff really happened. Like, y'all boys listen to Doja Cat? I listened to the move. Like, when she first came out, the move, I was like, yo, that, that go hard. Bro. Fine. She was fire. She was fire. I listened to her before that. Her, she was a completely different person uh, as far as, what? like, the way she styled herself, the way her music was, like I, when I say person, I mean a different artist. And so I feel like she def- when Moo came out, she definitely rebranded herself to be in that more pop culture because she was in that like uh, weird R and B alternative category. So do you think that? So did you know like any hints of this, like how she was like gonna like respond, like how she felt about black people, like during like her first stages? Well, I think the issue is how she feels about white people. Cause I feel like she's okay with white people. I think it was this her being like in these deep circles with the white people that created this uh, this uproar. Yeah. But I can definitely tell she hung around a lot of white people mm-hmm. in her earlier music and the way she kind of branded herself and displayed herself. But I ain't know it's gonna be this bad. <laughs> yeah. I ain't like you can do dirt, but you ain't need to let yourself get this dirty. Bro. Yeah. yeah. Like, she's completely re- rebranding. Like what is, what is like rebranding? Cause I'm not really that familiar with she. Those like she's like used to wear these. We these wigs, her videos used to be like on this like trippy acidic like you do drugs like acid. Acid. She reminded me of when I was a little bit like her concept a little bit. I yeah, when she had that bottle like the little short little like hang time wigs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, Doja, like I said, she her flow and style is like way different from what she did start her off with. Like she's more tailored to you know that pop culture now, but also she kind of got that bolstered like you know i'm all about this type vibe now like i tell you how it is and like i said she used to do like that like how eric was saying her rebranding is actually just like Nicki minaj's when she was doing that spaceship yeah. um and like almost like anaconda like that's what her rebranding reminds me of but man way to way to shoot yourself in the foot with this one like, where's, she, where's she from i'm not sure where she's from actually I, from? no I, I don't i don't remember where she was from um but like I said, I know she definitely shot herself in the foot. Nah, bro. She lost. She lost a lot. What exactly did she say? Like, I know, like people don't like her because of this racial issue. But what exactly did she do? I think. It, I think it was the fact that, and I, this is all I remember. But she was in the chat rooms with these white supremacist groups online. Or white back in the day, right? Back in the day, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the issue is that she was still in those chat rooms. She never took herself out of it. Mm-hmm. So I was think she was, still active though. Like, I know she probably still. I don't know. Was she active? I, I, I don't she, know. I think she might have been active. I don't know how recent it was. I think maybe she has some activity in the last year or something like if that. If you was active anytime, <laughs> that's a red flag. That's a red flag. Yeah, for sure. But I think her still being active. Yeah. No, that's definitely a problem. She's, that, she's from LA. I think that's from LA. LA. To, honestly, that's career like suicide. Like, honestly, you literally kill your career off of something that you supposedly don't do anymore yeah. and it just all came to life like i said with the mark Wahlberg thing um, I, yeah. I, I, I i totally forgot about that I, um about him chasing after a black kid saying you know um 
like we'll kill you or something like that. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It was back. It was back like long time ago, like when he was in his younger stages, and I think he was. I don't know that's record. okay at any age of your life to do. Yeah. So he tried to get it off his record, I think, and um, that needs to stay on his record. Yeah. But I guess it didn't go away, and people was finding it because, like I said, he he was supporting the movement for Black Lives Matter, and then that's when everybody was like, "Oh, Mark, you don't remember doing this?" Mm-hmm. And that's when they started slamming him. He needs online. to be held. He needs to be held accountable for what he did. But I feel like I'm not gonna knock anyone that realizes the ignorance of their old ways. Right. Now, I, but I'm not sure if he still feels like that now, though. No, no, no. Mark, Mark has. He's remorseful. Yeah, he's remorseful. He, like I said, he's apologizing. You know, he said he wish he never did that, but he said, you know. Don't judge his past character for what he is now because, like I said, I mean, when people look at it, yeah, people do change. Like, nobody wants to be judged on, like, hey, well, yeah, I did make a mistake when I was young. Like, we all are young at one point in life, and sometimes we don't have all the answers. And that's probably the way he was brought up on. But, like I said, once you get that change and you're around different, you know, ethnicity groups, you're like, hey, man, you know, I changed my perspective about how I saw you, man. I see what you go through, and I see what I go through. So, like, you know, let's try to make a change or make a difference in going forward. I just feel it's kind of ironic because, you know, I mean, I feel like Doja Cat was, like, on a good run with her rebranding. Like, she had, like, a Nicki Minaj feature on something, like, she remixed. But I felt like this just came out of somewhere where, like, someone was probably trying to take it down. Like, I felt like she was getting so much traction now. Like, this can't be too, too, too good to be true, you know what I'm saying? It's the time. Like I said, with everything, with racial tension, like I said, it's just the divide, the divide part. Like I said, you got all these celebrities that think they're very untouchable when it comes to this. But like I said, your career can end just like that because um, if it's anybody who got endorsements, oh man, your endorsements, that's extra money that's getting pulled because of a comment that you made years ago. Like with Kevin Hart, with the L, you know, with the LBGT community. Mm-hmm. You know, those comments... Like I said, he said, what, back in, what, 2009? But I don't feel like people realize that that was comedy back then. And I feel like, I don't feel like it was really taking necessarily a stance. Using derogatory terms and shit. That was just, that was comedy back then. That was funny terms. Like, that was under under like, cover topic that nobody talked about. I'm not saying it was right. But yeah. I'm just letting people be over First of all, we want to unpack everything about comedy. Comedy has always been like really like... It's raw. Like, graphic. Come on yeah. now, bro. Like, so we, we're not just going to nitpick. People just want to nitpick because he kept hard. Yeah. But, in my opinion. But, but Dave Chappelle... Right Dave Chappelle even said it. He said, you know, comedy is just real. Like I said, people don't understand that when they bring it to the stage, like I said, this is just real. Like, it may sound harsh, but it's like bringing these problems to the light and a lot of people don't want to hear it mm-hmm. because of the realism behind it. Like I said, with race, you know, color, you know, how black people act, how white people act, mm-hmm. you know, you bring that through a comedic view, mm-hmm. but it's just being real because of the experiences that you had in your life. Mm-hmm. So, you just said that because uh, when you said I thought of Desi Banks and like how he kind of like, I ain't gonna say appropriate, but like, you know, like how hood niggas be like, that's his thing. Yeah. And I feel like he made those comments about, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement. Like he used that for comedy, and then like people kind of chastise him for like, how you gonna do this? But don't you know? You know, it was crazy. Like, I don't think he was using it for comedy. I think he was trying to be sincere, but like he didn't understand the full. He didn't understand what he was talking about. Yeah, that's yeah. all it was. Like the picture that he used, like I think what was the moment after that picture? There, there was like a shooting, bloody Sunday, yeah, bloody Sunday. Yeah. Come on, bro, you don't even know what you're talking about at this point. But even to bring back the Doja Cat, like, do you guys feel like she'll be able to come back from this or come back from that? If she had chat rooms with people that's racist, I would never listen to her music. No. <laughs> That's I, real. I'm I, giving you my opinion. And then like, I was also thinking, like, but she's not what she's saying now about everything. I'm gonna do I some. More, I, I'm gonna do some more research into it. Now, I think that's yeah. what we all should do. People that are listening, you should do the same thing. But because I'm just going off what yeah. we're talking about right now. Yeah. If she was in chat rooms with white so uh, supremacists, yeah, I'm not listening to her music. So put it like this: Let's say you're buying a car. But on the Carfax, it says that there was. Uh, Two accidents before, and I had this body work done. But you got the car now, and it's per- perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna get the car? I mean, it's a lot more things we need to discuss than just if I just want to get the car. But those, are the, those are the, exactly there are a lot more things you have to discuss and take into consideration. That's what, that's what Sean said. Do the research. Yeah, right. That's what I said. Do but, the but if you're going, I'm just saying like, do we forgive and allow people to like stuff no, like that? We can forgive, but if she was in. If she was in chat rooms of recently of uh, last year, you said last year. I think it was her like early on. I think yeah, it was early on. I don't know. Like I'm saying that she was like, her account was still in the chat room. I'm not saying okay. that she was okay, actually okay. in the chat room. So we don't know if she was active. Active recently. recently. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Um, I'm a firm believer that people can change, mm-hmm. but I'm a firm believer also when people show you their true colors, believe in the first time. Correct. So 
I feel like you should take a mixture of those two things. Like I said, I'm gonna look into it a little bit more, but in terms of in terms of where I'm at right now, <laughs> and the information that I have right now, I'm not it's, a, it's a big no. Yeah, that's a fair assessment. You know yeah, like I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm not just gonna go back and listen. Like in two yeah. weeks from now, and you like Sean, you listen to some. Have you done more research? And I say no. Then you can be like, all right, Sean, nah, yeah, you got to look at it from both you know, angles. I'm gonna hold you I know you got to look at it from both angles, bro. So yeah, I can see her rebranding. It's gonna take some time for real. She's gonna have to have a solid PR team or whatever. No, like, for if you're, real. If you're sincere. We'll be able to tell. That's how I, I mean. All she did was just give an apology, but like I said, like, I haven't heard anything from her like as of recently. So that might be her trying to like focus on rebranding and to so. address her apology. Like they, she. Well, I saw it on live, and I'm just telling you what I report. I'm not taking bias, but she had all these scripted out things, and then she just said scripted out, scripted out. She wrote all things, and then she's like, "This doesn't even sound sincere. Like this just sounds like an apology. So you guys ain't set me." But she didn't want. She's made she's white. She's makes her mother. I think is like South African or something like that, and her father is black. Or something along those lines, yeah. like, something, something like that. Okay, that's an interesting question. Good person, um, good, good question. Whoever asked that question, All right. that's a good question. Next question: Religion versus relationship. How it ties into modern day society. So religion versus relationship. Religion versus relationship. The question or? said religion vs dot period. Relationship, how does it tie into modern day society? Uh, I think that's like, that was an order. Yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. those. I guess it's trying to. Are they asking like relationship within religion? Like you got one partner that's all about religion, one that probably doesn't believe in God. Or that's what I'm saying. I think they're like seeing like how your, relig- how your relationship like ties into your, like your religion. Like does it support it? Like are y'all like both believers in Christ? And I was also thinking like how's your relationship with God? That's all I was thinking too. Okay, okay. So we can answer both if we like want to. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Let's answer both because we don't know which question. So I, have a, I have a third question you're addressing that. Can you have a relationship with someone that doesn't have the same religion or faith as you? I'm gonna answer that right now. No. Well, are they atheists or they just don't believe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't believe in what you believe in. So they can believe in something. They can be Muslim and you can be Christian. Okay. I mean, it's possible. It's It's possible. possible. You just have to adapt. Are we asking our opinion or are we asking... Is that how it should be? Oh, that's all we can give, honestly. I mean, that's... that's, (laughs) We're all speaking for ourselves. We're not saying this how it should be. Okay. Exactly. Um, Me, personally, I'm not going to be in a relationship with nobody that doesn't believe what I believe. I feel like it would be, but again, a lasting relationship or in a relationship in general. Because I feel like if I'm in any relationship, I want it to be lasting. So I'm not about to be in a relationship just for just for yeah, fun. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, in my opinion, I I want my significant other to believe the same thing I believe. In. I'm not saying I'm going to be forcing them to believe in anything. Right. But. I feel like we can have healthy conversations and I can explain to them why I believe these certain things and we can just have a conversation about it. I feel like... I mean, I'm thinking about it too. Like, how often does, like, your religion come up on a day-to-day basis anyway? Like, if y'all believe in what y'all believe in as, like, you know, being two separate beings, I mean, that's not going to be the main focus of your relationship. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I know, like, when you start having kids, you want to, like, instill the kids a certain yeah. religion, so... I feel like, but your faith and your religion tie into your, your uh, morals as well. Yeah. And so I feel like that's where things can become, like, that's where tension arises within the household. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think nobody wants attention basis, you know, when it comes to like, hey, you know, we together, but our religious kind of religion trying to keep us away from each other. And since I, I said nobody wants to beef over like, okay, well, you see this view on what you want to see, and I see this view on what I want to see, and especially if you got kids tied into it, like, you know. You can't you can't force that on to nobody like you know somebody's gonna choose what they want to be like you know i don't have a problem with you being what you want to be you know like i said sean i i agree with sean like i said it definitely is you know something that you have to think about it's hard to kind of adjust to somebody who is a different religion from you because certain things that they do is different from you and you may feel like it disrespects how you go about certain things so like your prayer time how you pray to god and how you pray to whoever they pray to you know, it may be different, and you might have like a negative connotation towards you. Like, eh, I don't know. I feel like you that. definitely can like make it work. I just feel like it'd be really hard. Yeah, it would take two people that are very understanding and very like open-minded. Yeah, yeah, open-minded that can listen. But what's hard about that is though, there are different divisions within Christian uh, Christianity in itself. And like, let's say you're in the United House and you both believe in God. Okay. <clears throat> I mean it is though, you gotta think about it. you have your Catholics, your Lutherans, like Angelicans or like you have all those different divisions of Christianity itself. So like it's you can be united with that, but it's hard enough to practice Christianity together just because well, of how people I, well, 
let's let's dive into that a little bit. <coughs> Me and Q had this conversation. We we had this conversation the other day, but we did. We did. I okay. Let's give you. Let's give some background. Talk to us. When I I grew up in the church, so I grew up going to my grandmother's church. And Lake City, South Carolina. Shout out Lake City. If Lake City Panthers. Yes, sir. Uh, the big league. But it was, it was an apostolic church, apostolic holiness. And then I also went to my dad's church. His church was an AME church. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I I, always, I got a little, I got to understand like different like, spheres of Christianity, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, I don't necessarily believe that there should be like different. Because you know there's Baptist, there's... Methodist, there's Episcopal. I understand yeah. these, the, all these churches like, spe- like they have like a specific doctrine they believe in, but they all believe like in a God. Yeah. In God, they all yeah. believe in Jesus Christ. They all believe in that. Blah, blah, blah. But I don't necessarily believe that's how it should be. In my opinion, you feel like there should be a uniform way that we. I feel that worship. I feel like God didn't mean for us to have all these different. I just don't. I just don't think God meant for us to have all these different denominations. I feel. I feel like me. He meant for us to have our own unique relationship, though. No, no, that's what. That's the thing. That's like, yeah. If you, bro, if you think about it, and if you believe in, if you believe in God, you believe you're a Christian. Just, just hear me out for a moment. Why would God come to the earth that He made mm-hmm. around man that He made to die for man that He made? Why would he come to Earth? All this, all this stuff he made. So why would he just come here, down across for man? Mm-hmm. If it wasn't about the relationship, mm-hmm. I feel like people get too caught up on the denomination and the bylaws, the yeah. bylaws, the, and the church and the tradition. I feel like people get too caught up <coughs> into that, and I feel like God just wants the relationship. Yeah. If he didn't want the relationship, why would he do all, do that. all of that? He didn't have to do all that. He got it. He made it. He just snapped his finger and yeah. fixed all. He did all that because of the relationship. Yeah. And I feel like some people, I just feel like people don't understand that really. Or they don't really look at it the same way. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. So how do you like... Does that make sense a little bit? No, it definitely it does. does. I don't, yeah. A lot of sincerity and genuineness in it. Like, yeah. bro, why would he go out his way? <laughs> why would he do all of that? Yeah. If it wasn't for... Because, because we weren't a specific relationship. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes when we get in these denominations and not... not Harping, not saying that nothing's wrong with that because mm-hmm. I grew up in that. I'm just saying I just don't think that's what God wanted. I don't think he wanted us to be all divided up in all this. And another thing, people love the <coughs> church, aka the building, too much. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, Sean, the church walks on two legs, right? Exactly. Church walks on two legs. And people think that they can find a relationship through the pastor. Exactly. If anything, the pastor is just the guy more aware that the God is right there. Exactly. He's just a man. He's a man first. Exactly. Or sees a woman first. Shepherd. He, can't, he can't lead you to it now. Like I said, you gotta go there and you gotta want it for yourself and want to get the word, want to build that relationship with God. And like I said, now if you had that reflecting in your relationship, that's on you. Like I said, you know, with marriages, like I said, they always say, well, God is the third strand. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I mean, if you don't have God in your relationship, like I said, a lot of people are like, oh, well. Look like this one. He should be the strand because God is love. Sheesh. That's a good question, though. What, 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 was, the, uh, what was the, the second part of it? Yeah, the second part of it. I guess your relationship with God, because you know, we talk about having God in your relationship, but like, what's your relationship with God? All right, so and let's put it like this. So you say that you want your uh, person in your relationship with to have the same uh, faith as you, or like believe. Mm-hmm. I will so prefer. I will prefer. So at what point do you guys start acting on your faith? Is it when you get serious? <laughs> like praying together, going to church together, stuff like that? Yeah. I mean, I think if you already have, if, okay. But let's be realistic. This is a thing that we need to try to figure out. Are we, are we trying to find our, our relationship with God together? Or are we, you should already, we already have a relationship with him? Yeah. I mean, that's, I think you should already come in it with a relationship with God. Not saying yeah. that you, you have to have somebody to have that relationship with God. But that could work if we both yeah. in the same, like, journey like we both on the same, like in the same spot. Are we both trying to find like yeah, absolutely. We need to do the same exact things. But I think anyway, if if I was a Christian for forty years and she just became a Christian last year, like <laughs> we need to be like. Yeah. I mean, this is some a part of what I do, so I feel like. I mean, the guy not gonna love y'all any less. Like he yeah, loves you. Exactly. Unless he loves somebody who's in there for forty years. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's an interesting question. That's yeah. an interesting yeah. spare moment. What yeah. came up with that? What was the, the third one? Or do we ask the third one? No, it just made a third one. Yeah, I just made right now. That was, that was pretty good, man. Yeah, I like that question. Good like question. Whoever asked that. Yeah, whoever asked that is a good question. All right. 
our third question NBA season possibly restarting Mm. Now this was back when you know we didn't know we were gonna get an NBA. First now, of all, that's so. not even a question. But. Yeah, it's not a question. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's we, we know what's coming. Well, we got you. We got you. We got you. I think the best way to spin on it is like Kyrie Irving's take on it. I think he said that um, some NBA, well, the NBA should consider not having it resumed to make a stand for the Black Lives Matter movement. So, what do you feel? And then there was Austin Riverside where he addressed that this is how we could make a voice in protest, right. and just from getting that paycheck from playing the NBA, we can use that to allocate to other. Uh, resources and support of the Black Lives Matter movement. So I guess, what are y'all's opinion on that? I mean, I don't see a wrong in both sides in a sense. Like I said, they both have a right to their opinion. Like I said, it's it's good, good parts that can come out of each situation. Like, I understand, you know, Kyrie is, you know, he feels like uneasy with everything going on. And it's like, you don't want to just, you know, just hop back on like, hey, you know, since basketball here, we can put that on the back burner and then, you know, do that. You know, I think sometimes Kyrie comes off in that sense he comes off a little bit aggressive towards certain people yeah and he may get overlooked and like hey man Kyrie just tripping but I don't think he's tripping I understand where you're coming from with that sense of like you know he wants to showcase and say hey you know I just don't feel like just playing right basketball yeah. right now for the aspect of everybody else mm-hmm. to please them is where I want to be I think that's how you're looking at it too because Lou Will said that a lot more people are tired and dying from not being able to watch basketball mm-hmm. and worry about the people that's dying during the protests in George Floyd, you know, Ahmaud Aubrey and um, Breonna Taylor, like, you're more worried about that than actually, like, seeing us, like, you know, in a better spot with our justice system. I think the best, I think, and I, like, I personally take, like, Austin Rivers' take on it, because it's all about finding the best effective way to display your message. Correct. So you can take a stance and not, like, so you decide not to play, but, like, somebody else is going to play basketball for you. The NBA season's going to start regardless. Exactly. Well, now, if you don't got players to play. Yeah. But players, are, players, going to play. players are going to play. There, there's not the whole. There's really? not one time where none of these players, some of these players are not going to play. Because if LeBron signs with Kyrie, the NBA is not playing. Well, LeBron, LeBron definitely. Play. LeBron, LeBron wants to play. play. Yeah, LeBron, I'm just saying, like, they get a big enough star or uh, enough stars to equate, equate to LeBron James not playing, then. It would right. take everybody, you know what I'm saying? It would take, yeah, that's. Yeah, uh, out of eighty, well, it was what eighty that was on the 80 phone call. Per, eighty players on that phone call. Yeah. I said, yeah, that's eighty. It was, like Ky- it was like KD, Carmelo. Well, KD ain't like playing Zion, anyway, so like, you said what? KD ain't playing anyway. Zion ain't in the playoffs anyway, so but they, they I, got invited back. I think Kyrie Irving is trying to like get enough people to side with him because he knows that if I get enough people to not want to play, enough stars and not want to play, they may not gonna play. So what do they do to show out like this? Let's say like they wear I can't breathe shirts, black lighter blue shirts in the lineup. And like they've been doing that. No, but check this out. Hear me out. They're about to play the game, you know, because they play like a regular season game before the playoffs, whatever. Right. They don't play. They get all dressed up and don't play. Don't play. Yeah, that's a that's a movement right there. They should do that from the first game, honestly. So you're saying allow them to have the NBA season, but stuff don't change. Let all those star players come together. Okay. Okay. And don't play. We 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 have to understand <clears throat> that a lot of the change, the change is going to happen. Regardless, right? But change is not going to happen this fast, right? What I'm saying, like we, I think the change we're talking about specifically, people want like specific legislation to be passed. All this, that's not going to happen like between now and but and like and even and then they're talking about they're talking about like the, the season like starting back mm-hmm. in like, like December, 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 December. December. Mm-hmm. like. This it's gonna be also. still. It's gonna be still a yeah, lot of things on. going on in December. So we're not gonna play in December either. Like I, I see what he, I see what he's saying, but change takes time. It's all this, all this change that we want is going to take some time. It's not gonna be immediate. It's not gonna be just. Oh, okay. Bet we just gonna do this. It's not. It's, it doesn't work like that. That's not how mm-hmm. law works. That's not how Readjust. the the justice system or the political sphere works. Yeah. And yeah. these yeah. officers probably not gonna be have trial until, until two years from now. Like that's like because you gotta get all the case stuff situated. You gotta get yeah, all your evidence. Cases can take yeah, years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like all this stuff gonna take a while. And then even with that, like okay, you're doing this for Black Lives Matter, but what specifically are you trying to see? Like you want the police officers arrested? Do you want legislation? Like that's stuff like that isn't clear to me either. Oh, right now, I think you need both for that. Right, but you, he hasn't expressed that. He just wants to take a stance and not play because he feels like that they should use that platform. But I think you need a specific goal. And like I feel like that's the thing with the Black Lives Matter movement. I'm not knocking. I'm just saying like we've done specific things. For a reason, we got like results out of that. Mm-hmm. And so him taking a stance and not playing, what are you trying to showcase? Okay. So you don't, you don't know he's actually like standing up for. You just know he's not playing. Yeah. He okay. just yeah. Well, my profile said you got to be specific with your demand. You can't just say if you if you think about it. If you vote for your mayor mm-hmm. and you never asked him for anything, 
And at, the end, at the end of his term, you're like, he ain't done nothing for black people. What did you ask him to do? He did exactly what you asked him to do. He did nothing. You had asked him for nothing, so he did nothing. That's how you got to think about it. Like, you got to be specific with your demands. Exactly. And like I said, the whole fishy thing, like, what... What I try to understand with his comments, like, you know, the fishy, like, you know, I was like, well, what's fishy about doing the Orlando thing? Like, you know, what's, I don't think it's a thing about. I don't think they're going to try to give him that yeah. tune or something. I, I don't think, I don't think it's nothing like the NBA is trying to. It's probably going to be the safest place in the world if you think about it. Yeah, but they're yeah. also trying to prevent COVID, too, from yeah. spreading to the players because that's what shut down the season in the first place. Yeah. First of all, let's credit the NBA. The NBA has, worked has around always the been. More progressive than the NFL, NFL, yeah. any other league per se. Yeah. Let's be realistic. That's the give players a platform that actually speak their mind. Like they encourage and that action plan that they have, like I said, who would have thought of coming up with an alternative way to continue to go forward with the season at Disney World or at an isolated place and making sure that the daily things they'll be able to play golf, they'll be able to sit down and eat with their teammates. Make like a resort for them. Exactly. They, I mean, they still get to kind of feel at home, but then they still kind of they still got to go through the bring their families too. Or some yeah, 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 some of them. And I think Doris Burke was talking to Richard Nichols and said like nobody's going to be happy with the way this turns out. Yeah. Like the ultimate goal was to bring basketball back. It may not be in the most perfect way, but there is no perfect way to compensate in a perfect situation. A pandemic. Like, yeah. like we are still in that, and the second wave is still probably. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all gotta it, say it's, the, house, the, the numbers are continue to rise. We gotta understand like you know we still have to be careful. Like just because we started going outside more. You know, that doesn't mean like, hey, it's gone. Like, you know, we still have to take the proper precautions and that's what they have to do. And that's why they have all these protocols in line. And like I said, like Eric said, nobody's going to be happy with the You're true not outcome. everybody happy. No, yeah. because at the end of the day, they be like, oh, well, it was a throwaway season. And I said, well, at the end of the day, the season continues. They're still, you got basketball. Yeah, you got basketball. You got what you wanted. Yeah. So you can't, you know, beggars can't be choosers. You yeah. got basketball. You got it set up the way that, you know, they, they set up in the playoff format. So whoever wins this year, yeah, some people are not going to take it serious because it wasn't yeah. the original format. But Especially now we have to over, we have to adapt and overcome towards the new situation at, at, that's at hand. So that means probably less games next year because we're starting in December. They said the fans might not even be like able to come to. Um, they said they're going to use two K sounds in the, in the building. What? <laughs> <laughs> speaking of two K, bro, y'all, are y'all boys getting a new two K? Got to. I don't Am know, I getting man. it? I mean, I'm getting somebody else's. Bro, I, I think that. Bro, I saw something today. It was like it's the uh, same thing. It's the same. You paying sixty dollars to see another nigga get a little bit more sweaty. No, like the crap is like he's more sweaty. Okay. Like it's, okay. it's 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 different. I tell because like I said, I'm I'm like real diehard two K fan. But like each year, the only thing I pretty much look for is my team, my player. I don't really go to the part like that no more. But like with everything that's going on, you like diehard two K fan. Yeah. I mean, I don't go. I don't. I mean, I work. I ain't got time for this. <laughs> you, you just a hard two K fan. I work. You a hard two K fan? That's it. I said, bro. I just, you know, I try to go in my career, get my stats up. You know, I try to grind as much possible when the game first come out. Mm-hmm. But then after that, two K has this like certain plateau when they always drop. Literally, the first initial week they they drop. It's always a glitch. It's always something wrong with the game. I don't know about it when the first yeah. come out. And let me touch on that, ladies. Uh-oh. 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 Hey, hey, hey. Watch, be careful. Watch I'm being careful. I'm just saying. Watch yourself. I have another JB moment. I just, you know, if you take care of your man, oh, okay. I promise he's going to take care of you 10 times full. Sheesh. Talk to him. Talk to him. And that's on God. Talk to him. That's on God. Because if the man's supposed to be a provider, you provide him, you show him something uncharacteristic from the stereotypical role that you're supposed to have as right. a woman to your man, he's going to take care of you because he's going to know where home is and he's going to know he gonna know you. He got you. So what, you, so what, so what exactly <laughs> are you pitching? What exactly are you pitching to the ladies? Whether it be an Xbox X or his PS5, do whatever it takes to keep his heart alive. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's that wasn't a question, but I guess that was a good thing to discuss. That wasn't a question. No, it was. Okay, okay, okay. I was all right. I'm gonna let you read this one. Uh, Eric. Why y'all be on heartbreak Drake head all the time? The animosity is there. That's not a question either. Like, what, what are we supposed to answer in that? I guess why y'all always attack me every episode. We don't yeah. attack, we don't attack That's, you. I didn't ask that question. Okay, they they let me go make a disclaimer. Y'all don't know Eric like we know Eric. So, <laughs> you just seeing what Eric wants you to see right now. But we really have to keep Eric on the rest because Eric be... Eric be on some hell ass shit sometimes. Yeah. Cap. You got to reel him back in sometimes. Like, hey, hey, man. Eric said you going to be the first one to turn Hollywood. 
That's not what I said. Jeez, Damn. Not what I said. That's not exactly what I said. Would you say? I said it. <laughs> See, there you go. No, I just like you know, like I'm gonna yeah, be, I'm gonna be, I said I was gonna be happy when we got there. That's all. I'm gonna feel good. Yeah, yeah. Everybody gonna feel good. Right. But y'all make money. Hollywood feel good. It's two different things. And then, bro, we say you're gonna be the first one to switch up. You've been kind of switching up lately, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I've been switching up. Tell me. Aaron, you Tell just, him right now. Bro, Aaron, you, when you come and like, see us, bro, like, y'all be the first to leave. And let's just put that in context. I drive an hour Ooh. and a half to come record. Jeez. So, yes, I need to return home, Q. Y'all wouldn't about to cook for so me every we, night. So we, didn't, so we never went to society here. Right, like, but y'all don't, Q, y'all don't come to me as much as I come to y'all. Aaron, because you're the only one there. <laughs> Exactly, I'm just saying, y'all always knocking me for my travels when I'm really the only one traveling here. Yeah, we travel too. No, y'all don't travel like me. Okay, if... Sean, I had time to travel. four of the... No, 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 four of the people is in one spot, you're in that one. You're not addressing the basic statistic here. What's the basic statistic? I travel more than y'all. So why are you... No, 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 that's true. Right, so what you... Okay. What do you counteract? You make it sound like we never travel to see you. And this is why we always have to... Cause Eric out because he's trying to do something like that. He'll run into everybody else in the world there. Bro, Bruh, but you're the only one that lives there though. Like it's three of us live here in Columbia. Mm-hmm. One of us live in Lexington. Mm-hmm. You live in Society Hill. I can see if mm-hmm. three or four people live. But no, yeah. but to answer your question, yes, you travel more than everybody. Yes. But my thing is like, bro, why are you keeping tabs if our relationship is just so genuine? Like, I don't count how many times. I, I only brought that up. I only brought that up once people ask about the animosity because they can see it. That's that question. No, 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 I think it does sometimes. I mean, I think people change when yeah. they get money, but I'm gonna see you for who you really are. Yeah, like I said, you can, you can talk behind money. Money talk, bullshit running marathon. I guess it mean like because you know what they say. Wait, 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 wait. Money talk, bullshit running marathon. <laughs> that shit was hard. Though. Nah, that shit was some spoken word. But um, I think people were like more. Cause I saw this debate on Twitter the other day. It was like, um, or somebody. I think Twenty One Savage said it that a uh, rich guy can build up a. Uh, you know, not poor like getting like money, but like you know, I guess someone's not in the same space. So like even money wise, a rich guy can build up a poor girl, but a rich girl won't even look in the poor guy's direction. That's probably true. That's probably true. That's probably true. Yeah. What uh, what did B Simone say? She can't have nobody over at nine to five. See, okay, I can I can kind of like, oh, like, like from, from her. Try that type of woman. Uh, no, no, no. Because she don't no. seem lazy. No. She's not lazy. She's not lazy. She's not lazy, but I think, like I said, she isn't wrong for how she feel about what she want in a man. Because, like I said, you want something in a woman, but, like I said, she just... Side note, that's the wrong type of woman. Look, I don't I don't care. Like I said, you know, at the end of the day, she don't want a nine-to-five, you know, type of guy. Like I said, most nine-to-five guys making more than half of these entrepreneurs out here. Just being real. But she's but, making a point that... A nine to five guy can't think in her same mindset. If y'all both get money, how many more mindsets? I, is I didn't like the two a.m. the three a.m. comment. Like, yeah, if my guy doesn't understand that I'm gonna be up at yeah, three a.m. Like, I, I, like I understood what she was. I understood what she was trying to say, but just the wording, the execution. She, yeah, she doesn't say it the right way. Like, you gotta mean what you say and say what you mean. Like I always say, like she basically she just want an entrepreneur. If you just want an entrepreneur, just say, just say that. Don't say you can't have uh, nobody dating a nine to five. And, she, and then she said, like, he can't clock in to work. Okay, not all nine to fives clock in to work. Right. Like, that's not how it works. But um, well, a lot of people like, bro, your first job was a nine to five, so like, how are you saying you're so far away from She that? still works a while now, so I'm pretty sure she still got to. I'm pretty sure she still got to clock in a while. Yeah, they just going to let you come in. You ain't no celebrity. I mean, at the end of the day. She got her right to her opinion. Yeah, I'm going to say, yeah. I mean, you, that's who you want. I mean, I probably won't holler at you if you got that mindset. Like, he probably peeped that a while. He probably peeped that a while ago. Y'all yeah. don't think this is crazy though that Desi and B Simone like been like under scrutiny because they've been doing that. And they both were started like they both like start off and like doing the little videos in his cars. Yeah, that's funny. But that's why I never like when celebrities like do stuff, bro. They doing it because they want to show you like that's what they want to like express. But like, bro, when people, I'm not gonna say when people mess up, you see the true colors, but like, bro, like. 
Nine times out of ten, when someone like messes up, it's like way back before they got famous. So like, this is what they were thinking before they even got to the spotlight and showed you how they wanted to be perceived. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think once they get something new to experience, like I said, she experienced something new. She seen something new that she liked. And I'm like, hey, ain't nobody gonna knock you for it, but you can't just sit there and it's like you shitting on the nine to five men and women. I mean, like I said, ain't nothing wrong with working nine to five. Ain't nothing wrong with busting your ass. Sometimes that's what you got to do. And I mean, depending on how much money you make, that's how much money you make. But I think we just look at it as, hey, if you're not making more money than me or at the level, you know, I'm not gonna have the patience to kind of work with you. And I think that's certain people nowadays, like. I feel like a lot of old people, like that's why a lot of old people don't really get remarried that often, because like usually they're not gonna be in the same financial, like you know, position and stuff like that. And the guy, you know, nine times out of ten, will be like, dang, I gotta help her. Well, I gotta like make sure she's like on my level. But I'm not saying that's all the time. But like a woman, like I feel like she won't take the time to like really help a man get back on his feet. It's it's some. Um, I'll say it's some um, from experience, like you know, just from friends that I've seen. And certain relationships that they've been through, I would just say like you know they do, they kind of cater to their man in a sense, and you know if they down in the moment they'll kind of help them out, say hey you know I got you and stuff. But some people are like oh you don't got the money or you can't take me out. Like how we had that conversation about you know first McDonald's night. first day McDonald's Olive Garden I, type. I, I gotta go safe. That's my yeah. saying. I gotta go safe. <laughs> I said, but you can make that work though. Yeah. Let me get McDonald's. Let me go to McDonald's and then go to a park, and then y'all sit down and eat McFries. I, I, mean, I mean, it's a thought. I'm about to say, you can pull up at McDonald's. I said, get whatever you want. <laughs> you ain't got to be on the dollar menu. Get whatever you want, girl. You want that? I got you. Come on, man. You want that eight dollar meal? What you want? What you want? You want your food now or later? Come on. Like, you can get a combo if you want it. Bro, we can do it all. You can supersize me if they had it. You want a drink too? Come on, now. You don't got to get water. Look, you can get two sweets out. But yeah, I, I think to answer that question, money does change people. Yes, in but, a certain scenario, but it depends on how much money you're making. Because if you're making a substantial amount amount of money, you need to move differently than how you was moving when you was broke. So you feel like if you got money, you would, and like you got money like B. Simone, then you would be thinking on her plan? No, there's, no, no, no. I, I was specific with what I said. There's, 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 there's a difference between switching up okay. and moving differently. Which one is she? I think B. Simone just did, did I think it's always what she was. She didn't understand what she was trying to say. She didn't understand what she was trying to say. Well, like she was trying to explain she just want an entrepreneur. Because yeah. she just want to be around that. She want, She's around that. That's what she said. So she wanted. Because she was probably saying when she wanted her not around that. Yeah. So that's probably what she's like. That's probably what she, but she, the way it came off. It just it didn't come off the right way. Yeah, she just didn't communicate the way she was supposed to, which is your problem sometimes. Because you be saying you we should know what you mean, but you be saying what we you be saying we should be repeating. You're right. I shouldn't think my niggas I know for like at least eight years should know what I'm talking about right now. Hey, Damn. Go to the next question. Oh, so BS like that. <laughs> Alright, this is not a question either, but. Look, statement and question are totally yeah. too different. I guess they want us to expand on it, so. Greek life, the denouncing of members. This is around that time that uh, your um, fraternity brother uh, denounced. Who's fraternity brother? <laughs> Yeah, both y'all. What he say? What he trying? What he do? He put up the cross. Jesus Christ! So y'all, y'all never had, y'all never met that man. So no. <laughs> so the question, so the they just said like Greek life. What do we think about Greek life? Like I guess they want us to address the just talk about it. Oh, or just talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, can you address the NASA purpose? Yeah. Um. Was that the right way to do it? <laughs> don't tell me why you denounced. Okay, it. I don't understand. <laughs> This is me personally. Um, people pledge for different reasons. Right. Always. And I think that kind of goes back to why people denounce. Because they joined for the wrong reasons. Or they joined thinking it was something when it really wasn't. Or right. in terms of that. That, so, that perception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think you just got to know. You just got to understand what it is. You got to understand the scenario. You just got to know what you're doing. You gotta know what you're getting yourself into. That's really all right. it is. That's every. That's life. You just gotta know what you're getting yourself into. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. These they be they be talk about like God and the, I, I don't know. I, just, I don't understand. Because the guy said that the fraternity was steering him away from a relationship with God, but like most of our, like all the fraternities that I'm aware of and that our boys are like we're Christian based fraternities. So yeah. Like, yeah. The issue is that he just realized that he's not as close to God as where he should be. 
she that's an individual journey that you're gonna have to take regardless if you were in a fraternity or not. That's you sound like you're trying to like use a fraternity as a scapegoat. That's so. a lot of yeah. people like these like them realizing that God exists as a reason for them to depart or depart from their fraternity or sorority or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. And I feel like it's very insulting for you to even broadcast that on a platform like send in your letter and let it be that and then continue on your journey and then realize what a mistake you made because they happen to be interconnected like that's how i feel about it. so you think they make a mistake when they denounce no cause i'm glad they did that because they because <laughs> now we know that you were never part of the cloth you know you fooled us once but fooled us twice it's not happening again so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't i don't i don't i don't yeah that's i feel like that's a touchy topic but i yeah Based on what I said, yeah. yeah, I think people join for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. I think people don't really understand what they're joining for. Mm-hmm. I think people see the glitz and the glamour of it, but don't really understand what, what it really is and for what sure. it really was founded for. Mm-hmm. Sororities and fraternities. So that's sure. How's that look from the outside in when you see stuff like that? I think it's hilarious. It's, it's funny, it's funny but it's corny as hell, bro. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 it's definitely corny. absolutely corny. Like, why are you like using the platform to be like? What's up, y'all? Like, y'all may know me as... And then, like, you said, like, yeah, I'm officially denouncing myself. Like, bro, like, if like, you really wanted to do that with sincerity, I feel like you just, like you said, send a letter. Yeah, you could have done that behind closed doors. Like, you don't have to broadcast that because now you're going to be looking like a real weirdo then. Dork. People are going to ask you regardless. Like, even if you post a video... Like, if you didn't post a video. But since you're posting a video, they're going to ask you, why did you denounce? And then, why did you post a video? Like, it's just a whole set of questions that I'm pretty sure they would want to avoid. But people don't think. I think with Greek life... Talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, really, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Not the do's and don'ts. Let's just talk about like things with real life. You we know. we have to stop thinking. I say this all the time. We have to stop thinking in the black community, especially when you go to college, you have to pledge. Let's stop making it seem like pledging is a prerequisite to graduation. It's definitely because not. it's not. You don't have to be Greek. You don't have to do it. Like it's not like nobody holding no gun to your head and say, "Be Greek." Like yeah. choose one. Yeah, like, that's, <laughs> that's not how. That's not how it is. So but it's almost like the popularity kind of thing. I think about like yeah. high school, like everybody like try to play a sport. Everybody try to be good at something. Like I think this is the popularity, like the trend, like plat- popularity platform that people can get to. Like, damn, if I be Greek, then people will know who I am. You know what I'm saying? If you're if you was corny before you, I, I don't know how many times people have to say that. Like people say that all the time. People been saying that before we was greedy. We've been saying that not like while we was greedy. If you corny, you just corny. <laughs> if you if you lame, you just lame. I'm not trying to be mean, but that's just what it is. Yeah. Like, but a lot of people have I feel like attention to privacy, the deficiency issues. Mm-hmm. Like they want the attention to be on there. They can know they're corny, but like, I feel like a lot of people just want to be looked at. I feel like Greek life. Has become that platform for people in college to like be looked at. You know people love to be seen. Yeah, people love to be seen, and they just like to use that that vision on them for just college. And I don't feel like a lot of people realize like when you did this, you, this was a long term commitment that you promised to do and stuff like that. It's supposed to carry on after your college days are done. That's like I told y'all. Like I said, you know, when I ask y'all like you know further obligations like after you know college like. You know, it ain't just all about like you know the parties and the glitz and glamour where everybody try to make it to seem to be. That really don't even matter. Yeah, yeah people, people, people just it's, see it's that. People see that on social media and they, they think you know initially that it is, that oh what uh, you know I'm about to go get lit at a party. That's it is what it is. But they don't see like the historic side of it. You know, some people do, some people don't. But like I said, initially, you know, some people from what people that I know, you know, FMU, but um, FMU. <laughs> But uh, I'm away from you, bro. I do too. Yeah, yeah. I feel the whole street. That's the city. Come yeah, on, now. come on. It's, it's just some people that just you know, bro. Right. If you if you're out there and you wonder, you think about real life, just do your research. And by do your research, I don't mean looking on Google, looking at YouTube, looking at like actually read books and understand what it is and talk to people. Yeah. yeah. Talk to people that you trust. Like that's what niggas mean when they say do do your research. But like, also. Talk to people. I also feel like I know you said like the black community has to stop making a requirement to like be greedy, but I feel like as a black community we need to stop glorifying this so much because like I feel like you know going to a party like all the lights being flashed on you when you step out like the black community really does glorify like greed life you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so like there's as much responsibility as us to not instill it in for it to be a requirement but we also have to stop glorifying it too like it's something that's so like that you have to do because like, a lot of people feel like that bro 
I have to be Greek or else I'm like, I didn't go to college. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, I, well, the, I'm going to counter right there. I'm going to say, like, the black community should uphold that. But I think the black people within that community need to realize that not everything is for them. Like, mm-hmm. this this ain't the role that you have to fulfill. You know, it's okay that you just went to college and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, okay. if your dad is a Omega or whatever, like, okay, that's cool. That doesn't mean you have to be. You can be mm-hmm. just you. And that's fine. That's perfectly fine. But a lot of people don't even realize their true self. And that's why they get caught up in like, oh, let me do this and that. Maybe that'll help me understand Figure who I am. Yeah. But, First of all, there's a plenty of cornballs and dorks in Greek life. So, I mean, it's the, it's really the same thing. It's not no, it really ain't no difference. you just corny with letters. That really, that really made it for time. That's really, I'm really, but like, I'm, like, I mean, like, if you be yourself and be who you are, like, that's gonna, that's gonna get you indoors for far sure. more than the letters gonna get you indoors. The letters gonna, it's definitely gonna give you some connections. Yeah. But you gotta be the, but, you gotta be the person first. Like. So, my, my thing on that, like, so how do you kind of attack that? Like, you know, like I said, a lot of people, you be yourself, but people don't see you for who you truly are. And some, sometimes people are influenced by their peers and their peers kind of detour them. Like, hey, man, don't be like that, man. You ain't going to be able to, nah, man, just be like this. And they start acting out. Like, what do you say to your, your line brothers or your bros? Like, you know, what are you talking to them about? When like, they're not you, being themselves? Yeah, when they're not being themselves. And when you see, you notice your other brothers like, you know, hey, man, y'all need to chill out. Like, you know, y'all. I guess when you, like, you knew them before y'all became greedy. Like, say if y'all was friends or not. And then after they became greedy, like, they started, like, being so. Well, you address my any other friend. Like, you see them acting different, stepping different, you confront them. Like, that's all you should do. It's just like, being Greek, it doesn't put you in this exclusive class or anything like that. Like, people are still people at the end of the day. They're going to still do and have their niggerish ways or whatever. So, like, you just got to communicate with them like an individual, like someone you respect. I mean, and even if you do that, that don't mean necessarily that they're going to change. Exactly. Because, yeah. like I said, what I prefaced my, my first statement, I said <laughs> that people pledge for different reasons. Right. So, if you are automatically pledging for the strolling at the party, yeah. you're going to be strolling at the party. You can be the first one in there because <laughs> that's what you pledged for. Yeah. If you pledged for popularity, if you pledged to get girls, then that's that's that, that's what you did. But if you pledged for other reasons, then you know that those are just surface level things. Mm-hmm. Those things really don't matter in the grand scheme of things. You know what's crazy? People from the outside in will see what you really uh, pledged for um, compared to you seeing it for yourself because then you'll realize like, okay, after, oh, this is just what they know me as and you'll realize that you don't really have that value. Right. This is just what you do and it's just but I hate when people always be like, oh, like, you switched up or something like that. When, in fact, the way you saw me change before I even got a chance to change. You know what I'm saying? Bingo. Like, a lot of people say people switch up after they become Greek, man. They really didn't. But a lot of people's perception is so skewed that, oh, you're supposed to switch up. So that's what I automatically think. Like, I'm going to have to look at you a little bit, like, two times different or, like, two times as much because I feel like you're going to switch up. And I hate, like, this. What does switch up mean? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> You gonna switch up? What does that mean? Like that mean you just. But I think back to what you said, like being different and moving different are two different things. Yeah, like, I mean, moving. But y'all know the perception that they have for like each fraternity and stuff like that. Two people from the outside in looking like that. I also don't like that because like you'll have people like, oh, I wasn't gonna talk to you because you were a cap or whatever. And I know how capas are. Or mm-hmm. I wasn't the stand alpha and stuff. Car capas. You, I was gonna say, tell me, tell me right now. <laughs> <laughs> and they can they just be like, mm, y'all just move funny. It's like okay, like. First of all, we're all individual at the end of the day, so get to know us as a person, and then from that basis, you can judge individuals. You don't need to judge a whole. I, in my opinion, I just think people, I, I think we put too much stock into it. That's, That's honestly just what I believe. I just think everybody put too much stock into it, honestly. Mm-hmm. I feel like these fraternities and sororities were established for great reasons. That they were established for, like, if we talk about our fraternity, our fraternity was established because they didn't. It wasn't no. It wasn't. No, they had to. They was in the Midwest. The Midwest. Like, come on. Like, they had no like. One of our fathers literally sat outside the classroom to to take notes. He couldn't be in the classroom because he was black. Like it was certain things like that. We got to remember that stuff when we pledge these fraternities or sororities. Like we got to remember those things. Mm-hmm. Like we can't really be thinking like, oh, I can't wait till I probate. Like that's that's really not reasons. what matters if you like really think about it. But yeah. That's a good question, though. I, I, that's a good question. I like that question. That's definitely a good question. Um, all right, next question. This is actual. This is an actual question. Appreciate whoever gonna whoever sending this question because this is an actual question. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you like to interview on the podcast? Who you want a list? You want a long list or short list? I guess everybody can give their like their five or whatever. Their three, their five, three. Whatever y'all want to do. Living right. and living, living and not living, or like just living. Let's do living, living first. Let's do living first. Let's do living first. Um, Kendrick Lamar. Okay, you go here. So soon. Um, what do you mean so soon? <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like three. 
Kendrick Lamar, Barack Obama. Um, you said we're doing living right. Yeah. Um, Kendrick Lamar, Barack Obama. But you go ahead, bro. I said wait my turn. Alright, I'm gonna tell you. You got it. I think I got that. I think I got it. Okay. All right. I'm gonna say Donald Glover. Charles mm-hmm. um, Gambino for those who don't know. At this point, you should just know. But <laughs> it's alright. I really like her. And Come on, the actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's straight. And if I had a third, I think I would probably. I think Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Yeah. Solid. Uh, I'll say Sean Bernie God, J Cole. Sheesh. That's tough. It is. Mm-hmm. I want to say my third one. Okay. Bill Gates. Bill Solid. Gates. Denzel uh, Washington. Solid. Solid. Can't go wrong with that thing. First of all, I feel like Donald Glover, I feel like he would fit in perfectly with our crew. I don't know if I ever watched his interviews or anything like that before. They, but like, it's on the same mindset as us. Yeah, he's just so chill. Word. Strong. Mm. You already know who I'm going to go with first. Chris Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Got Chris Brown, like I said, you got Kendrick, uh, Will Smith. Will Smith. Will Smith definitely was somebody I want to interview. Um, I think Cole. I, I definitely want to interview Cole. Gotta get Cole, Cole and Cole. Kendrick, like, like at the same time. Carolina nigga, gotta get. If I can have them at the same time, at the same time, like that would be. That'd be too, man. I don't know if you can fit that many. Yeah, we can't. Yeah. Jack Cole, if you're listening, you listen, you're your boy, bro. Holla at us. Pull through. Why, why do you, uh, Aaron, I want to ask you, like, why'd you, why do you pick Donald Glover? Like, anyway. I, well, for I just like You Star Wars? Nah, he was doing something for that. With Q, don't, for <laughs> I'm just asking, bro, I know you like Star Wars. Well, I know, but you would just be, like, attacking Star Wars. Like, it's not No. Like, but we're going to get back to Donald Glover, though. I just feel like what he's done, as far as, um, in the multiple industries that he's been in, mm-hmm. uh, his voice that he's heard, like, he was a comedian, uh, he wrote for, uh, 30 Rock. Uh, he was on Community, he wrote for that as well. Atlanta, hit TV show. Um, even with the music, uh, This Is America and other things like that. I just feel like he's touching a lot of industries, but he's able to really buckle down and get to the truth of himself. And he hasn't let like, anything like kind of conform him to what uh, pop artists, uh, like our popular artists should be. And I just, I've watched his interviews with The Breakfast Club, and he's just real simple-minded. I feel like he's aware of where he came from. Like, he's from he's Stone Mountain. simple-minded? Yeah, he's from Stone Mountain, Georgia, you know, he's just like... Are you from Stone Mountain? Yeah, bro. I didn't know that. Uh, we gotta get John Moran on there, too. Definitely got John Moran. Definitely gotta get John <laughs> um, I feel like... Uh, wait, were you done talking about Donald Glover? Yeah, yeah. I, was say, I think I want to interview Bill Gates because if we were doing non-living, he will probably be Steve Jobs before Bill Gates. Right. Because Steve Jobs was like... Definitely a pioneer. Like, definitely a pioneer. Like, but he got fired from his own company and made a competing product, and then his company rehired him. You know what I'm saying? So like, plus like a lot of people said like Steve Jobs was an asshole. So I just want to like, in my major like, I'm kind of seeing like why people are where they are, but they're so smart. And like they say Steve Jobs was a terrible people person, but he was so smart that, you know, he influenced the whole world. Like, he really had the world in his own hands. If you mm-hmm. think about it with his technology, like, cause he was so far ahead of everybody. People was like, bro, I don't understand like how he's doing the stuff he's doing. But um, I think Bill Gates was like his close competitor. Cause him and Bill Gates used to work together. Okay. Before like they went their own ways. Were they at IBM? Uh, yeah, it was both IBM, okay. and they were there, but Steve yeah. Jobs got fired. <laughs> you thought I did it, did you? Bro, I know you, bro. You know so-so, bro. Oh, but uh, Bill Gates is the second closest person I know I could get if I didn't get Steve Jobs, but he would first be Steve Jobs. But Bill Gates, you know, probably knows Steve Jobs more than anybody, so it'll probably be him. So, Sean, for you, like, what's, what is it about Cole that makes you just... Um, Jake. <clears throat> Jermaine. Jermaine uh, Cole? Uh... <laughs> That's your first vinyl. Um, if, if those of y'all don't know, J. Cole is my favorite artist. He probably always will be my favorite artist. But I don't know. I feel like I've always been around music. I, like I said earlier, I grew up in church, so I always had a love for music. But when I heard uh, Sideline Story by J. Cole, that that was just different. That, that made that, you a fan? That, that made me a fan. And then I found out he was from North Carolina. And I was yeah. just like, he just gave me something to relate to him. And I've just always been a fan of his music. Mm-hmm. Um, Everything after that, like Cold World, yeah, Born Center, Force Hill Drives. I feel like Born Center was what I mean. All that, like I just, I don't know. I just, I really feel like him being from North Carolina was like the real thing that really, really made me like get a connection to him. Because like, 
we always heard hand all these like other rappers, but none of them was like for real. Oh, yeah. So like that was kind of like the closest thing. Like, so made, I was like, made it real wow, fun. like yeah, he from Fayetteville? Yeah, that's not too far away from you. Like, like I've been to Fayetteville multiple times. I'm like, bro, what? That's a stroke and a hit double. Yeah, so that's that's definitely why, definitely J Cole. Alright, Sean. Uh, why do you want Chris Brown? Why do you want interview Chris Brown? So <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Sharon is probably the. I'm willing to bet Sharon is the biggest Chris Brown friend I know. Probably. I'm willing to like, bet anybody. I'm, I'm like, no one's a bigger Chris Brown friend than Sharon. No. Absolutely not. Like you said, I mean, well, I know, but. Um, what is it? Like I said, the main thing where I want to interview him is, like I said, because a lot of people don't see him for who he truly is. Nobody truly sees that side of him, like, you know. And you see. And you feel like you're the only one that's. No, not, I, I'm not. I know I'm not the only one that see it. Like, but certain people, they still are on this judgmental state, like, oh, Chris Brown ain't shit, you know. Chris oh, see, so you're one of the ones that see him for who he really is. But yeah, like, okay. you know, if somebody makes mistakes, you know, there's reasons behind certain mistakes. Mm-hmm. People fuck up and you got to go on about life. Like I said, you know, with the situation with him, you know, a lot of people's like, oh, I'll never forgive him for the Rihanna situation. But yeah. like, First of all, Chris Brown was like 17 when this happened. They were both like young. They were both hitting each other. Like, come on. Like, absolutely, they both was fighting. It was a fight. Rih- come on. Rihanna's cousin already said that she was being abusive towards him. Like, when they was in Jamaica, they yeah. was at some party. And it was in a toxic relationship. Yeah, and then she slapped the shit out of him. <laughs> I can see Rihanna doing that, too. Like, she said something to slap him, and like I said, you know, when he explained himself on Welcome to My Life. That was a documentary that was on Netflix, right? Yeah. yeah. Like I said, when he finally explained himself, he was like, oh, why you wait so long? Because the simple fact of y'all wasn't going to hear it if he came out, because y'all going to see it as a sorry-ass excuse why he did what he did. They weren't going to listen to him. Exactly. And I said, it's both sides to the story. Chris Brown definitely went down a, like, a deep, dark spiral after that, because like I said, it did take a hit towards his career for advertisements and you know, endorsements that he had. Still. But he still won one of the greatest walking R&B singers on this performance. I feel like what's crazy is that because of that situation with Rihanna, he's not getting the announcement that he needs. I feel like people see him as just an R&B artist. <clears throat> well, he really could have trendset it. He could have been like up there with Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Like I said, even even after that stuff happened and he did a tribute to Michael Jackson, like everybody kind of felt for him in that moment because like I said, he know where he could have went and that one situation just kind of destroyed it and knocked him down. Yeah. And like I said, to me, like I said, I, I'm attracted to his music because like I said, he's different. He taps into everything. He can dance, he can sing, he can rap. You know, he can do pop, he can do... He sound like a Drake. She, no. Drake can't dance. Drake can't Drake dance. Can dance. Drake makes dances, but he can't dance. He did the hotline lane, two slide. I thought like that man kind of made the trends out here. Okay. I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I mean, that's, that's on me. That's on me. That's, it, man. that's what we're talking about, y'all. Heartbreak I mean, Drake. <laughs> I mean, Chris Brown paid away for a lot of people. Man. He did. That's yeah. true. Like, if you notice, like, for a while, before I think Ty Ty Dolla Sign before he started coming up in the feature game, everybody had Chris Brown on this shit. That's Chris Brown was Chris Brown the was the feature king. Like if you got Chris Brown on your shit, that shit gonna slap. That's true. I think it was like Lil Wayne and Chris Brown. Like I think if you look at Lil time. Wayne, Chris Brown, Ty Dolla, but he was under Lil Wayne's arm for a little good minute too. Mm-hmm. Lil Wayne the goat. Lil Wayne, that's but Lil Baby is Lil Wayne's favorite rapper. So it says a lot. Why would it be a lot? All right, y'all. So we're wrapping up the Q and A, but we have one more question that. That people want us to answer one individual goal that each one of you have just for life in general mm. Mm. we all can answer that because uh our good brother juama clown is absent <laughs> out there in the battlefield i was about to figure out what phrase we was about to use just now <laughs> you yeah. talking about he's like is absent <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can start it q i can start it yeah you can start it uh See, the little baby just came up on the on the background. Go it. Um, I guess one of my life goal I want is I just want to be sure that whatever I want, or like whatever you know, my people want, or like whatever um, my kids want, I just want to be able to provide for them, and like I want to be able to like be a resource that everybody can like I guess go to. Cause like I said, I always wanted to be the person that I always needed when I was young. So I want to be that person now for other people. Cause I feel like in our community, and even like, you know, in my own household, I feel like a lot of my family members are like, you know, not steering down the right path. And I just want to be able to like, have enough money, have enough uh, faith in God, be disciplined enough, be at a good point in my point in life where I have enough peace. I just want to be able to like, be a role model for like people, you know, that can look up to. And of course, like, you know, get money, get rich, uh, all that, you know, 
black people still up there. If I want to see them get out the hood, I never, I never been, I'm never, from, I don't have, I'm not from the hood, so you know, I can't really relate. But I just want to have like generational wealth, obviously. I'm from the country, worse. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just want to, I just want to be a resource, brother. And if I can go to, I just want to be at a point in my life where um, I'm wise. I want to be very wise, like with finances, life, spirituality. I just want to find the best version, find the best version of myself. Uh, you want me to go here? You got it. I got it, actually. <clears throat> so, one of the things that I've always wanted to be um, is a great father. Uh, I feel like that's just a huge goal of mine. Um, for those that don't know, I uh, didn't have my father for the most part of my life. I mean, he's still not there, but like from age four to now, uh, non-existent. And I've seen the wear and tear that it's had on myself and how I had to build myself up as an individual. Like, it took me a long time to recognize my worth and my value and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of seen that it's kind of stemmed from that. And so... I've always told myself from a young age, like if I ever had kids, I would never do my kids the way, you know, I was done to my father mm-hmm. or my father did to me and stuff like that. And I feel like I feel like that'd be fulfilling for me. That'd be a great purpose. I'm pretty sure God has some other great things he wants me to do. But knowing that I raised a kid and gave him the love, security and structure um, that you need in a family oriented uh, relationship and stuff like that is something mm-hmm. that I try to strive for. So everything I'm doing now is really just to prepare, you know, like you said, for the future generations, whether it be generational wealth and health and all those uh things of that nature, but I just want to make sure as a father, I lead and I'm able to provide that security and comfort and love for my children. Sheesh. I, I, I like how we're taking the span of these questions, because we could have asked the questions like a normal, right. I want to be a source of I want to be a firefighter. I want to have five of Yeah, I like all the things y'all say. I want to be a great father, of course, for financial flexibility. Uh, but I think the main thing that I want for myself, I want to be the change. Mm-hmm. In your profession? I just want to be the change, and that's it. Like, I feel like we as a people, we talk about it a lot, and we complain about it a lot. I just want to be it. Mm-hmm. So, so when, when, when will you know it. that you've, you were the change? Like, when do you know that you're the change at the moment? Um, like, what does that look like for you as far as, like, I know that I've reached my goal? I don't know what specifically, because I feel... Even when you become the change, like there's like change doesn't have an end goal. Yeah. I think like you change and you change and like it's different things that can happen. I think it's like a it's a long term thing. Mm-hmm. It's a marathon. So well, um, you wanna be I, the agent for change, it sounds like. Like you wanna be the yeah, yeah, I wanna be the change. Like it's it's kinda like chopping down a tree. Do you have any specific things that you want to change? Uh, well, of course I want to work in, I mean, if you want to get into all that, of course I want to work in like some form of local government. Yeah, um, okay. So more like a, this like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like government. Like. But it's, it's, it's multiple, the reason I didn't say that first because multiple things I want to touch. Okay. Yeah. Like I have, I have a real passion for music. I have a real passion for like actually understanding music, not just like, just say I like music, man. Yeah. Like I really have a love for music, so like, yeah. I want multiple. I want multiple streams of income too. Same. That's a good one. I need financial flexibility, yeah. financial freedom. Got it. But yeah. But to answer your question, I'm going to be the change. Rashawn McClam is going to be the change. Mark Speak my it. words. Speak it. Love it, Mr. Knight. Well, last but not least, like I said, I'm always a big, big believer. of like I said, Mr. Mr. McClam over here, what he says, like, you know, leading the change and, and going forward in life. Like I said, everything that's that I'm doing, I want to be able to lead by example, give that to, you know, my siblings, give that to my friends, my family, it don't matter who it is. I want to be able to be that uplifting spirit to say, hey, anything's possible, you just got to sacrifice and put your mind to it. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, life is, life is the journey. And like I said, I've been through a hell of a ride, you know, along the way. And I've learned a lot, you know, and I want to be able to give that to other people and, you know, let them know, like, certain situations you're going to go through. You're not always going to have the resources that you exactly need, right. but you are going to make a way out of no way. Mm-hmm. You got to understand. So you want to advocate for that. Exactly. I want to be an advocate. I want to advocate for that. I also want, you know, a lot of situations to come into place for, you know, these kids without fathers. Like, you know, I, I grew up without my father. And, you know, that was kind of tough growing up, you know, being in a single family home with my mom and she raised the three kids. You know, it was rough. Like I said, your dad leave you when you two. And then, you know, 2006, when I first moved to Florence, the courts forced him to see me, yeah. you know. And the thing is, you know, you buy, you know, me a WrestleMania DVD and, you know, a video game. Mm-hmm. to kind of say, hey, here's for all the lost time. 
you know, and you think you my know, dad did that too. Like oh, that's Russell, right? Well, he got me a Star Wars game, but it's just like I didn't. Well, check this out. He got me a Star Wars game for my PlayStation Two. But I didn't have a PlayStation 2, I just played it on his system. And so I brought the game down. My parents were like, well, why did you bring that? My dad got me a lawnmower when I was 12. That's you. a good that's a good present. <laughs> that's, 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 that's a solid gift, brother. That's, that's, that's a You can make money with a lawnmower. But I wanna play 2K and Madden with my friends. And he said, well, that's how how do you get 2K Madden with your friends? <laughs> with the lawnmower. <laughs> I'm gonna give you the fist. I'm gonna teach you how to. Come on, come on! Now. Look, look, you got look, look, look! You didn't call him down right now. I appreciate it. I understand what you was doing. It all makes sense. It's full circle. But Sharad, to touch on you, I feel like one thing that you like expressed as something that you want to see is mentorship. And man, I do want to do some mentorship. Like, for I, you, yeah. I feel like that kind of really ties in everything that you've been saying. And I just, I just, I just do a word on it. But that's something I feel like that you really kind of preach because you know what it's like, where we're from, and stuff like that. You know, Florence, like, you, it's easy to get lost in the city. It's easy for you to not make it out. Mm-hmm. And so, like, just being that voice, being that male figure or whatever, I, I can really see you, like, making leaps and bounds in the city or, like, really wherever you touch down at and make your roots grow and your trees extend. Like, you can really make that change. Shoot, I know that's still on this whole world, man. I'm not speaking on his life, man. I definitely appreciate it. Like, dreamer right here, boy. It's always something. It's always something to look forward to. Like I said, whatever I can give back and whatever I can give to y'all, or you know, I can learn from somebody. I'm not that one person that's going to just put out and not try to receive and what. Share the wealth. You know, like I said, that's share something that I want. I Who want to be able to learn. If we don't, if you don't, if we don't share the wealth, how the fuck are we supposed to grow? Sheesh. Uh, who said that? Um, I can't remember who said it, but I know. It, I know you're talking about. I song, it slapped though. I know. I can't remember what song it is. Gotta find it right now. Well, I feel like fellas, is a good Q and A episode. I want to thank everybody that sent us some good ass questions. Uh, I'm not going to give out too much free lunch because, you know, we still got the rest of season one to complete. Um, we still got some more stuff on the way. We got some more visuals coming. Um, send in any uh, suggestions you may have for us, any feedback that you guys have for us. Um, still look out for Broken Records. That's our baby. You know, we like to take care of it, make sure that's nurture. So, like, y'all are, everybody's in the neighborhood. So, like, as much as y'all want to see this grow, like, y'all have much input in input into it as you know we try to nurture and stuff like that so it's your boy Marquise Q signing out it's your boy Sharon aka Trigger Trey Knight alright man y'all boys be easy it's ready to return it's your boy Easy and all those looking dark joy will come in the morning peace peace <laughs>